Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Framberg in the Gross Point office. And today I am here with Kelly Anderson. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to have Kelly here with us today. She is the founder and creator of Mindset Mamas and Get the Job Shop. One is a career coaching service specifically for moms, and then a website that is a digital job search shop with resources specifically geared towards working moms. So we are so excited to have you here. And whether you are a woman uh, looking to get back into the workforce or making a pivotal career change, maybe considering or have already started your own business, Kelly will be able to help you gain clarity on your next steps and, of course, actually take them, which I think is so awesome, Kelly. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us here today. Absolutely. Yeah, so I started my career, just as so many women do, um, so excited to climb the ladder and Then I decided I wanted a family and with everything that goes along with that, you think that, that you have the world, you have the great job, you have the the spouse, you have the kids. And then all of the sudden, a lot of women look back and they go, wait, but what happened to me? And they lose themselves in motherhood. And suddenly there's this this pull between trying to be a really great employee and trying to be a really great mother and everything else that is required of us really and i started mindset mamas with the idea that moms out there really need some help in terms of reidentifying who they are as women and not just solely identifying themselves as a mom or a working mom. And Mindset Mamas really morphed then into focusing a lot on career because it always seems to come, the conversations and the struggles always seem to come back to career and what that means sort of moving forward uh, as as a mom. And so it naturally progressed from mindset focused who am I identifying who I am as, you know, a, a mom now, and then, uh, and, and really pulled us into this sort of career and mindset space. And that's where we have been for quite a while now. Um, myself personally, my story that sort of goes along with this is I found myself for way too long switching jobs every two years. And I thought it was because I wanted to just do something different. But what I 
realized, and, and I know now sitting in the seat that I'm in, but what I realized is it wasn't that I just wanted something different to do. I wasn't feeling fulfilled in the work that I was doing. And so I kept searching for that new role, that new idea, when in reality, I just wasn't doing something that was fulfilling or meaningful to me. And so what I'm helping women do now is find work via really doing some soul searching, some self-discovery, gaining clarity on what they're really meant to be doing and what brings them fulfillment in their work and helping them actually uh, get that job, whether it's with another company or starting their own businesses or uh, you know whatever their situation might be. And so through our career coaching with Mindset Mamas, I am, am helping women really uh, build a, a work-life situation that works for them and works for their family. Now, I love that. Let's go back to that. So it sounds to me like not only are you helping them with like self-discovery of like what it is that would inspire them or make them feel fulfilled, really kind of identifying or getting their identity back after having a mom, but also like helping them along the way too. So it's not just like, like a therapy, if you will, it's more of of a progression to actually right alongside them, helping them get that when they figure out what that is that would inspire them. I love that you say that like right along with them, because I really consider myself several, I play several different roles as I'm coaching these women. And typically we work together for a six week period of time and we're in very close contact, but I am a guide. I am a best friend. I am a sort of partner in crime. I'm an accountability partner. Um, I'm the kick in the butt that they need when, you know, no one else will kind of tell them the truth. I'm the one to bounce ideas off of and brainstorm. So I play a lot of different roles that is not, you're right. It's not a therapist. It is really this person that is walking side by side with them to discover who they are and then help them realize that they can actually make it happen. And I think that that's a big, you you hear all of these women like, oh, my dream job would be this, or I wish I could do this. And, and well, actually you can. And that's what, that's what I'm trying to show more women is that it is possible. There's just a step-by-step process to go through to get you to that place of feeling fulfilled uh, at work. I love that. I love the idea of that. And having been um, a working mom when my kids were really little, when they were babies, and then taking a step back, being a stay-at-home mom, career change, reinventing myself. And now I've been back in the workplace for almost five years now. So I don't, I'm sure I have a lot more to learn, but I feel having gone through those different stages, one thing that I can say for all of those stages is the loneliness. There is a loneliness in motherhood and that idea of somebody encouraging you. And and it can be a spouse. That doesn't mean that people don't have a spouse that's encouraging or friends, but somebody that really can help you get that voice back that I think you lose 
I mean, we have different voices like the mommy voice, right? Right. And the mom look and all those things that we gain as through motherhood that are great. And um, but I think that we lose that identity, as you mentioned, of who we are. And even if we are working with young children, it's you, it's secondary, right? Your kids still come first. And that um yep. mental load of all the mothering things that you're doing, whether you're at your job or not. But I think it's so awesome to have a coaching that's dedicated just to this process of really getting that identity back and trying to figure out, you know, what is fulfilling as a mom. Yeah. And it's really a true, honestly, it's it's a true transformation. These women come to me often in some of their darkest moments saying, I just don't know what to do. I am miserable at work and I don't know how to get out. I don't know what I would even do next. Mm -hmm. Um, I am home with my kids and I have to get back into the workforce. And I haven't been working in so long that I don't even know how to build a resume. So there are all of these pieces. And unfortunately, the workforce has made working moms feel super guilty about working. And uh, when in reality, many of us are better moms because we're working moms. I know that I am at least. I definitely am a hundred percent, but mom guilt is real. And you feel it on either side. You feel it when you're at home, you feel guilty and you feel it when you're working, whether you're, you know, in both capacities as a stay-at-home mom and as a working mom. And I love that idea of like, getting past the guilt. Cause I do see women or come across women, both in my professional life, as well as my friends who stay with a job because they know it, it's comfortable. They don't love it. They're actually miserable, but either it's flexible and they can get home in time to pick up kids from activities or they, you know, it's usually around kids and motherhood that it's convenient. And then they don't want to push into something that might be more fulfilling and maybe sacrifice that. So could you address that maybe a little bit? Absolutely. And, and we always, as moms put ourselves last, right? So finding a new job, even if you're miserable, it automatically pushes to the bottom of the priority list. And when it actually comes time to get to that specific priority, we're exhausted and we don't have the energy to really look for a job. And we really don't know how. No one teaches you how to actually effectively and efficiently go through the job search process. No one teaches you how to Um, write a resume. You can go online and you can find resume templates and this and this, and do you need a cover letter? And here's what should say, and here's what your LinkedIn, all of this, but there's no cohesive sort of education, right? And so women are not only putting themselves last on the priority list, but once they get to that priority, they are exhausted and struggling to even figure out where to start. So what happens? They stay put because it's easier to remain in that space, even if they're miserable, than to put in the effort that's required to, you know, make a job change, even though in the end, 
that job change will literally transform not just their work life, but their home life. Because when you are unhappy at work, you are unhappy at home as well. Your kids notice it. Anyone close to you notices it. So what we really need to think about as women and as moms is we are actually doing our kids a disservice when we don't prioritize ourselves. And that includes searching for a job that is going to make you feel fulfilled. It is so critical. And it's a piece that all too often we are are leaving behind. I love that. And that is true. I mean, it's not, sometimes it's about money, a career change to make more money might make you feel more fulfilled. For me, when I went back to work, so I really wanted to go back to work, but I felt so guilty that first year or two. Yes. But I I think you touched on it that the sense of self-worth that I get from working and from making a difference in people's lives makes me happier and a better mom. But also my kids are a little bit more independent. They probably were a little too dependent on me too. So I did notice that, that that um, helped to ease the guilt because I saw how they were sort of thriving with a little bit more space from me. Right. Um, But it is, it is a constant struggle. And this time back to school, right? This is hair on fire week for working moms and moms do anybody, but just like, oh my gosh, do I have the three ring binder and different forms? I have a stack like so high of papers on my like home desk in the kitchen, even though, you know, even if you are somewhat happy in your career, this coaching could benefit you in just life, right? Like that career work-life balance of figuring out and maybe just realizing, you know, what would make you feel even more fulfilled, even if you don't make a career change. Yes. And it's really about, for too long, we have focused on this idea of work and home, right? And that they were separate. And then we started talking about work-life balance and moms tried to find this balance. And in reality, it doesn't exist. Like we live and work in a time period and especially now with like the last year and a half, but even before that, we live in this time period where work and home aren't really, it's impossible to make them separate. We have cell phones with our email on it. We have social media that we're posting for work. We're posting for home. And and so it's, it's literally the two are meshed together. And so to try to separate them again and to try to balance the two evenly, it's, it's, it's nearly impossible, but moms are aiming for that. And when they can never get there, they keep literally striving for something that is impossible to get to. And so unattainable, (laughs) it is very unattainable. And so what I like to focus on is work-life integration. How can we take the two and how can we integrate them so that maybe one day it's like all work and you don't have the time to focus as much as you'd like on your kids. But then maybe the next day you get some work finished and then it's it's kid time because you have open house and you have PTA meeting and you have this and this and this, right? If you can find a situation where you can integrate the two, 
that guilt we were talking about earlier, of course, it's always there, but it does start to subside a little bit and you're not reaching for something that is that is unattainable. So work-life integration, I think, is so important and it allows you to push that word balance aside and really strive for something else that uh, is a little bit more realistic. I love that. I love that too. Yeah. Because I think sometimes when, when people hear work-life balance now, they're like, uh, like, it's just so, because there has been through COVID and work from home, I would say there's some negative, like you mentioned with the emails on your phone and you know, really that uh, work creeping into that mom time, maybe that you, mm-hmm. if you left the office at five and drove home, then you can shut things down. Yep. Now it's not as easy to do that. But to your point, some of the positive things I would say, and and maybe you can touch on this more, but that employers are a little more flexible um, now that they see that people can work remotely. And um, that probably has helped the job market for mothers looking for flexibility. No. Absolutely. So we are going through a super unique time period in terms of of the workforce. And if you are considering moving to a different role because your company isn't flexible or your company, you know, during COVID, they looked at you and said, I don't care. You have to, to show up, right? Now is the time to really evaluate what are your priorities when it comes to your work. And there are so many openings out there. There is no excuse right now not to go and find another job if you are unhappy at work. Everywhere you turn, you see companies hiring. And it's across, it literally is across the board. I think what stumps people is that they oftentimes don't even know the direction that they want to go, right? So they're like, I'm not happy, but I don't even know what I would do. And that's where I can come in and, and really help to navigate, okay, well, what do you enjoy doing? And even, you know, some people will say, well, I'm really good at this, or my strong point is this, but I don't really like doing it. And I'm like, well, you know, even though this is a strong skill that you have, doesn't mean that you have to keep doing it. And I think that a lot of women, as they sort of try to climb in their careers, they stay in these roles that actually make them unhappy because that's what they're good at. Yeah. And then they're like, but what am I? But if I don't do that, what what would I do? I'm not good at anything else. But then we break it down and they're actually really good at a lot of things and they can use their skills and their experience to go in many different directions. But again, we're not taught how to navigate that path. What are your strengths? Really to try and narrow it down to something that's going to be fulfilling because part of being fulfilled is to feel like you're good at something, I would imagine, right? Yes, absolutely. Another thing that I think women struggle with specifically and, and moms is feeling appreciated. And I've heard from a lot of moms in my working mom group that 
they're feeling like they're now getting looked over for promotions. And, you know, there, there is like a hiring frenzy. There's all these jobs available, but people in their current role maybe feel like they're sort of not appreciated everything that they went through, the balance that they went through, juggling everything over COVID that maybe they should be eligible for a raise or a promotion. And now they're being overlooked. Mm -hmm. I think that's a common feeling that a lot of moms are having right now and pushing them to make a career change. What would you say to somebody that feels that way? So for too long, women have been overlooked for raises and promotions. And unfortunately we have put up with it. And so that's why it is continuing. A lot of companies and a lot of people in leadership are not used to women coming to them and sort of fighting for what they deserve. We really have a choice. So the choice is either to keep pushing and keep fighting for what you deserve. And if you don't get it, you can go somewhere else that has a better culture fit. And they, uh, they do, you know, promote from within and respect women for, um, you know, the, the effort and the work that they put in and look at, at moms, especially as superheroes, because that's really what we, what we are. And we bring a lot to the table in terms of our career, because of the experience we have as moms, you can keep advocating for yourself. And if that's not working, it's probably time to move on, or you can sit back and you can continue to complain about it and stay in the same role with the same company, with the same leadership that doesn't appreciate you and not be happy. Yeah. So maybe it's about the confidence to ask for a promotion, ask for a raise, put yourself out there. And then also knowing that with this current job environment that we're in, that at the same time you're doing that in case it doesn't go your way to have your resume ready and be looking at other opportunities elsewhere as you're doing that. Absolutely. And, and that's really, we talked at the very beginning a little bit my, about my story and starting Mindset Mamas. And now we have this new brand called Get the Job Shop. And really where Get the Job Shop came from is we were talking to a lot of women who really had no clue how to start the job search process. And they weren't applying to things that uh, they weren't 100% fit for. And they were applying to anything and everything that they could think of that they were a hundred percent fit for, but they were doing so through company websites and their resumes were be, being seen by bots and never being passed on. And their resumes, we would look at them and, and we could really pinpoint different spots for improvement. Um, they were coming to us saying, you know, how do I not spend hours on my resume and how do I feel confident in my LinkedIn profile and how do I build a cover letter that will actually stand out if anyone does read my cover letter. And that's where we came up with Get the Job Shop because we wanted women, we wanted to make it easier for women to get new jobs because we we don't have time to make finding a job a full-time job, but we want to look good on paper because that's the only way for us to actually show what we've done. Right. 
and not just show our experience, but show a little personality as well. And so we started creating these templates for resumes and cover letters and and LinkedIn profiles. And then we took it a step further and said, well, how can we make this a little bit even easier? And we said, okay, let's take specific jobs, specific positions and create resumes specific to those positions so that these resumes can now be very tailored and very niched down, but a woman doesn't have to spend hours putting it together. So this is available on your website, getthejobshop.com. It is. Yeah. Okay. And so you have templates for resumes, cover letters, um, very specific resumes for different job areas. Is that correct? Yes, correct. I love that. That is so awesome. I wish this were around when I was kind of looking at getting back into it. I just kind of winged it somehow, some way, but um, yeah. Melissa, you would not believe the number of times I have heard that phrase. I wish this was around when I was looking for a job because it's so true because you're, you're like, how, how did I even do this? I winged it. And somehow I ended up where I'm I am. I'm not sure if I actually put a resume together after I had kids, I might've just like sent an email. I'm like embarrassed to say I did it. I do have a LinkedIn, but yeah. um, this is such a needed, I mean, I think generally everybody could use this but I love that you've tailored it to moms um, specifically because uh, obviously after my own heart, I do feel a change. I feel like both with people like yourself who are looking to help specifically moms of that demographic, but also employers that I, I think are appreciating our skills. I mean, nobody can multitask like a mother right? right? or handle like difficult people, because if you have toddlers or young children, then you know how to negotiate with hostages. So yes. that's like definitely something you could put on your resume, but all joking aside, I think this is great. And I do feel more people seeing some of these things as a positive, as opposed to something that would hold you back. Um, you know, ha- multitasking, if you will, or having kids activities or potentially sick days when your kids are sick. Uh, these are things that that sometimes come with the job when you hire a mother, but nobody's going to work harder. I mean, I'll actually give my own, my own kids are homesick today. This is yes. Two days after Labor Day, we are recording this podcast <laughs> and my kids are homesick. I got up at like five in the morning and put in four and a half hours before they even got out of bed this morning, because that's what moms do. We make it work. It's not like, oh, I guess I'm going to sick today. There are no sick days for moms, right? That's so true. And I do, I do think there is some momentum around it. There are some amazing groups for specifically for working moms out there. Um, One of my, two of my favorites are the mom project, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of. I know that they've put out a resource specifically to help moms to sort of add to your resume to show your experience as a mom and what it means to the workplace. And then Hey Mama is another organization that has done a lot of work. They have a initiative called Motherhood on the Resume, I believe. And again, it really helps women to, to say, okay, I've been out of work for a couple of years. How do I add that experience and be proud of it? and have confidence around it. I'll link these in the show notes too. Yeah. That's okay. 
there are definitely organizations out there that are starting to push this. And there are employers that are jumping on the bandwagon and realizing moms are their greatest assets. And I just want to point out, especially to women out there listening that are unhappy at work, you know, there's that saying the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but a lot of times it is. And when it comes to finding a workplace that appreciates you and values you, it is worth doing the research and the the searching and the planning that goes along with it. It's worth the investment to figure out where you want to be and why so that you can find an employer that values you the way that you deserve to be valued. And that is so important if you feel appreciated and respected and valued as a team member that can make all the difference, right? <laughs> it is it is all the difference. And I I think we really need to keep that top of mind as we're evaluating the route that we want to take in our career, especially right now during this whole, the the great resignation as they're calling it, where a lot of women and men are resigning from their jobs and, and realizing that life is more about integrating the two, as I mentioned earlier, work and life, rather than, you know, going to work and coming home and only seeing your kids for a couple hours a day. So it is critical that you find fulfillment, even if it takes some time, even if it takes a couple of months and, you know, you're, you're, you're in this place right now where you can't even think about adding one more thing to your plate. It is worth the investment of time and money in yourself to do so. I love that. And that's so true. And this is the perfect time of year. Now that the kids are back, (laughs) you can take some time for self-care, for investing in yourself. And that is so important. In financial planning, one of the biggest things that you have as an asset is your human capital. So Mm -hmm. invest in it because that will take you wherever you need to go. And oftentimes, a lot of our clients are divorcees. Um, who maybe either didn't work or they have to step up their employment in order to now become a single mother and making Mm -hmm. that transition. So I think this would be just so valuable for that. And really through any life situation, the best thing you have going forward is your ability to earn money. And, um, and really that can, that can really set you free, both feeling fulfilled as well as obviously the financial aspect of it. Right. So absolutely. um, I, this is, again, such a valuable service that you're offering. I'm going to put them in the show notes, but I do just want to go back to the two websites again. So the website is mindsetmamas.com, and that will have all your pricing and logistics for the coaching services that you provide. Yes. And then um, if you are looking more for just templates and cover letter and resume building, yep, um, that would be your website, getthejobshop.com. You got it. And I am going to, again, link those. And you also have a blog. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I cannot get enough of Kelly and I want to hear more, (laughs) um, we will link a few blogs in the show notes as well for you to look at. So perfect. I just want to thank you so much for your time today. 
This has been great. My mind is just racing with all the people that I want to connect with your services right now. And I'm excited. It's a really unique time, I think, to be a mom. And while there's been a lot of hard moments in the last couple of years, there's also opportunity that has come out of this. And I think being able to step up and own what you do moving forward in your career is one of those. And it can really, really transform your life. So thank you for the platform to, to talk about it. Well, thank you. We're honored to have you here and we hope that you come back and join us. We'll think of some more topics. I'm sure we could have several podcasts on these topics and I know our listeners are really going to appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you, Melissa. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.